howdy howdy and thanks for tuning into episode 87 of the eyes free sports podcast my name is greg Lindbergh. here on episode 87 our guest is a young lady from the great state of washington and she has a business that provides virtual fitness classes uh, both one-on-one and group classes and she's developed uh, quite a significant blind and visually impaired clientele. And I think you'll really enjoy hearing about her business and might even be interested in checking out uh, some of her offerings. So let's get flexing now here with episode 87 of the Eyes Free Sports Podcast. All right, so joining me on this episode of Eyes Free Sports is Lynn Lindbergh. And uh, she does have an H on her name, so no relation, even though it sounds the same. Uh, Lynn, welcome to the podcast. Uh, thanks, Greg. I This is my first time being on a podcast as a Limburg, being host by a Limburg without the H. <laughs> uh, I hear rumors that the history of my Limburg is when they immigrated, they didn't want to be like all the other Limburgs, so they added an H on the end just for the heck of it, so... Gotcha. That's a multi-generational headache we have. So. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Good but way to put great, it. Great to be here, Greg. Definitely. Really appreciate you taking the time. Uh, so like I mentioned in the intro, you are the founder of Couch to Active, which is an amazing organization uh, that does a lot of work in terms of health, wellness, fitness, and really, in a lot of cases, geared toward the blind and visually impaired. Uh, so really excited to get into this here. Thank you. Yeah. Great. Let's, let's go for it. What do you got for me? Sure. Sure. <laughs> uh, so first off, if you just want to kind of introduce yourself as far as your personal and professional backgrounds. Sure. Sure. Hey folks, I'm Lynn Lindbergh. I'm the founder of Couch to Active. It's a company that's been around for six years, but just in the last two and a half years since COVID, we started uh, delving into the realm of making sure that all of our services are accessible for folks who are blind and visually impaired. And so our main, what we do is we have online group fitness classes, all kinds of them. We have 15 classes every single week for instructors and we do personal training, but we're not necessarily just for the blind. We just happen to be what I call quadruple down on making sure everything is not just accessible, but actually, actually accessible. Um, on a personal note, I live in the Seattle area and I've got a degree in education, big, long corporate background, which is a, a whole nother different thing we could talk about at another time. Um, <laughs> yes. <yeah. laughs> and um, live, yeah, actually in the Puget Sound in the Olympic uh, Mountain region. Uh, with my uh, almost gone from the nest son. So I'm going through that empty nester, oh my goodness, phase. <laughs> so that's kind of me in a nutshell right now. Wow. Wow. Very cool. And so I'm definitely curious as far as Couch to Active, what was the inspiration behind starting the, the business? And then how did you end up connecting with blind and visually impaired clients? I sheepishly say that if you asked me just even three years ago, have I worked with the blind? Have I set, did I set out to work with or for or of the blind? I My answer would be, I met one man who was blind once in a bus like 10 years ago. I mean, that was literally where I was just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah. And over the past five, six years, 
I had a bunch of health issues that cropped up. I mean, I just turned 50 this week. Happy birthday to me. Nice. Um, yep. But yeah, but 45 <laughs> to 50, I went through some really significant health issues where I was sleeping 15 hours a day. And when I was awake, I felt like I had lead weights tied to my ankles, got diagnosed with three chronic health issues, had a whole team of doctors working to get my health back. And just as I was starting to feel like maybe I could exercise again, COVID came and hit. And I'm pretty a pretty social person. I love my people. I don't have to be center of attention, but I love my people. Yep, and I, I can need, tell. I, okay. <laughs> Real? Okay. <laughs> you never know. And, uh, and I also have to have, personally, massive accountability to do my exercise because I know... For me and all humans, right? Our body needs to exercise. It'll sure. always need, yeah, it'll always need it. Not negotiable. Darn it, it's never going to change. <laughs> it's science. And so I knew that with the friends and accountability, that would get me to do it. So I had my corporate background skills to be able to um, do these Zoom classes. And because of COVID, everybody was on Zoom. So I was like, Hey, friends, who wants to join me to exercise? This is going to help me rehab myself. So that's where it all started. And then about a couple months into it, I had a couple people who reached out to me and said, uh, through my website and said, Hey, I heard you on Alan Meisner's 40 plus fitness podcast. And I thought I'd like to work with you, but I just need to let you know I'm blind. And I thought, huh. Well, let's give this a shot, see what happens. So that was about three years ago. And at that time, our group fitness classes were so small, three people, two people, no people, no people, no people, one person, you know, it was like really <laughs> tiny sure. that, yeah, we, um, I just learned how to get the audio descriptions, right? That's the magic Holy Grail word, the just amazing audio descriptions in a way that everybody could fully participate regardless of what I call tongue in cheek, regardless of your vision status. And what I didn't know at the time was that even though there are a lot of people who do fitness and provide classes for folks who are vision impaired and blind, there isn't a company doing it at the scale that we are, where you could say, I can come here and every single week, now we have the 15 classes a day, every day, four instructors all doing this. And that's that's how it, it started. And it's just become a really awesome place to be and live and play. And so that's what I do. I teach classes and work with folks online. And now I kind of forgot your question, Greg. So you need to get me back on track if I, if I got an answer or not. <laughs> oh yeah, you definitely did. Yeah. And okay. I'm really excited to hear that it was a podcast essentially that kind of created that bridge between those blind individuals and your, your business. Yeah. Is that not crazy? Yeah. yeah. It gives me yeah. hope. <laughs> uh, well, and, and part of it too is my 20 years in corporate, uh, it was education training and and technical corporate for the most part. And we always had a an eye on accessibility, 
But I never really realized until just the last couple of years how giving a head nod to accessibility is almost as good as worthless. And to make something really accessible is a whole nother ball game. And so um, uh, it's, and as you know, if I, if I came on here and told everybody, Hey, we're perfect. We do it awesome all the time. Y'all would know that's a big fat lie. So <laughs> because it's a, it's a big deal, but we're, we, we do it pretty gosh darn well. And, um, and it's, and it's really exciting what we have, what we have created. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Um, so I'm curious about your team. I know you do have a team there that, uh, you know, you work with and that works for you. If you just want to give us kind of some insight into your team and their roles. Sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually really excited about this because as this grew and grew and grew, um, we got to a point where I was teaching way too many classes and I couldn't go on a vacation because there are way too many people <laughs> who, who their exercise depended on me. And I was like, oh my gosh, if I ever want to go on a vacation, I need to actually build this like a real business and actually have employees. And, um, and so we now have a team of six, including myself, uh, and we're growing. We're looking for another instructor. <laughs> of the six of us, uh, half of us, three of us are uh, either visually impaired or blind. And we have four of us are instructors and we have just gotten, uh, we're the ones who do the audio descriptions um, when teach the classes. And then the, um, I've got an admin who helps keep me sane. And then we have, a, <laughs> exactly. Then we have a Zoom support uh, person who um, helps with, we've got an instructor who's legally blind and to manage a Zoom call with a large group plus music, plus screen reader, plus Zoom, like it's just too much. And so we've, we just, with our commitment to making it accessible, regardless for employees or attendees, um, then we've got that Zoom support to help with that there too. So um, yeah, we're fun. We're a fun group though. So. Definitely. Yeah. And yeah. I did get, a ch I, I got the chance to read uh, some of the bios of your staff, your team there. On your website, and like you were saying, you know, several visually impaired individuals, which is super exciting to see, because mm -hmm. obviously, as we know, unemployment in the blind community is, is tough out there. So yeah. really cool to see that not only are you providing the services, but also hiring, you know, visually impaired individuals. Yeah, well, and, and that's actually a really, a, a really interesting point, that hiring point, Greg, is because a, a lot of the services available, uh, you know, of or for the blind, they're, they're nonprofit, they're volunteer, which is absolutely wonderful in the way it should be. We need, we need that. We need our community supporting our community. What I have found by just the dumb luck or divine intervention, whatever you want to call it, of starting out as a for-profit company that just so happened to legit serve uh, the blind is that by being an actual company, then we bring in revenue so I can hire and train great people. And I can hire folks who are um, visually impaired or blind, and I can hire and pay support staff for those people. And I don't know that I could have done that so easily. Oh, and because they're actual employees and they're not volunteers, they, they come every, the teachers come every single week because it's, it's their actual job. Right. So, yeah. So that's been a real interesting 
um, just like the whole thing. Like it's, it's like the universe put it down in front of my path and I picked up a piece and was like, Oh, that's interesting. And just kept walking. And now we got this thing that I, I could never, I would never have been like, Oh, I want to teach online group fitness to people who can't even see the screen. It's a great idea. Like I would never have thought of that myself. Um, I'm not that smart. So, um, yeah, so that's my, that's my team. Oh, and now I'm rambling, but, um, probably shouldn't say this out loud, but I don't care. Um, when you talk about uh, hiring visually impaired, um, or blind, when I had my zoom admin role come up, I did contact one of the state commissions for the blind that I work with. And I said, Hey, who do you got for me? You got like, this is, you got to have somebody. And I said, um, I haven't, you know, posted the job publicly and technically I probably should, but I don't care if there's somebody who's visually impaired, who's got the skills It is hard. There's enough barriers to employment. I'm like, I'm just going to do that first. So, um, yeah. So, um, maybe technically incorrect, but I'm still pretty proud of it. I think it's the right, the right thing to do. Yeah. Right. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. I appreciate that insight. Let's, let's turn our attention now to your services, your programs. I know you offer several different services, whether it's kind of the one-on-one personal training, uh, group fitness classes, like you mentioned and other things as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Would you like me to just go through, just kind of lockstep through the different services we have? Sure. That would be great. Okay. Okay. All right. Here we go. That's easy for me to do. (laughs) So the core, the core of our business, what most folks do is the online group fitness. And so what that is, and a lot of folks now are more familiar with what that is, but what that is for us is it's a fitness class that's on zoom. And so when you sign up for your class, you get a zoom link, just like any other zoom meeting you've gone to before you click on that Zoom meeting when class starts. There's an instructor there. It's live. It's not pre-recorded. Nothing like that. It's an actual instructor. Um, they are there on video, um, even though that's not relevant for a lot of folks. We have some who are, you know, low vision, high acuity, or other things that it is relevant for. And we have um, students who are. Um, uh, wear hearing aids and are not blind, but they like the the visual cue. So, I mean, I, I, I can't be a wizard of all things, but we can, we kind of get blind and deaf a little bit together here. Uh, mostly blind. And we have each of these classes is 45 minutes long. And we, we do a couple of unique things. One is we start class right on time, which is a unique thing for a lot of these classes. <laughs> we, start, <laughs> we start right on time. And actually the first five minutes is we say hello to each other because it's so easy to come to one of these zoom classes and you, and you feel invisible and we don't, we don't want that. So we let people come in, they say, hi, we greet them. And then right at five after we got real good at cutting people off nicely and politely, but really good at cutting people, you know, like, all right, five after time to get going. Yeah. I know if any of my students, if any of our students are listening to this, they're like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah, she does that. Um, Donna, one of my instructors, the best. She's the best at that. Um, then we go for 40 minutes of exercise. So five after till 45 after. And here's what happens. 
the more classes someone takes, the more they realize that when we say, come as you are, do what's right for you, it really is legit. And we don't come on and say, okay, try doing this. But if you can't do that, then do this. That's just so disheartening. And so like, oh, I failed at that. So I have to do the lame thing, you know? <laughs> um, so we're real big at, um, for example, for example, here we go. I'll just do, I'll pretend I'm in class and um, you'll get an idea of an audio description too. Maybe we're going to do a little balance work. And so we'll say something like, all right, everybody, let's go ahead and stand up tall, find your balance point somewhere where you like to hold on and you feel nice and safe. I'm standing tall. My shoulders are up, shoulders back, shoulders down together. My feet are about hip width apart, toes pointing forward. I'm going to wiggle my knees just a tiny bit to make sure they're not locked out. Take a big inhale. So you can see, Greg, I kind of sound like an auctioneer because, you know, lots of cues here. <laughs> then, very okay, here we go. Very descriptive. Yeah. We try to be, yeah. All right, here we go. Back to that big inhale. I'm going to lean all my weight into my right foot, hold on as tightly as I need to, and then barely pick my left foot up and I'm balancing right here on my right leg. Stay right there. If this is super challenging for you, this is what's different. If this is challenging for you, you're perfect. You're right where you need to be. You're already challenged. Stay there. If you'd like a greater challenge, pick that knee up even higher, maybe to hip height. Awesome. If this is super hard, Perfect. Stay right there. If you'd like even more of a challenge, take that hand and let go of the grip just a little bit. You don't have to let go, but let go just a tiny bit. So that's kind of the, the feeling tone that folks get. And I do. I sound like an auctioneer talking. <laughs> um, okay. So then we do the exercise and we do lots of just like that one simple balance. Lots of the exercises really progress. So then when you very begin, you could say, okay, I'm going to barely balance. Then over time you can go in and say, oh, she's doing the balance thing. I already kind of know what the harder thing is. I'm going to skip ahead and do it because I know. So there's room to progress. Then at 45 minutes past the hour, this is where I love the magic is we finish class and then we leave that zoom open for up to 15 additional minutes for questions for, Hey, I just got this diagnosis from a doctor. Can y'all just send me some good juju to, uh, my dog barfed on the carpet yesterday Ugh, to <laughs> like, here's what I'm eating for dinner tonight. Just yep. because yeah, we know that our social interactions are as important to longevity as our exercise and what we eat. Now they, they aren't as, they aren't necessarily as important as to how physically healthy we are, but for our longevity, those social interactions are important. So we do that every class. Okay. So that's our group fitness. I just talked to blue streak. The others will be pretty quick. Should I go through those two more things real quick? Sure. Sure. Okay. <laughs> the other thing I have is if a lot of folks find that working one-on-one -on -one with me or another personal trainer, is super duper valuable. And what that is, is you, we don't necessarily do exercise with me, although you can, I've got some clients who are like, Lynn, I just want to work out with you one-on-one. -on -one. So we do that. Most of them, we sit down and we talk through 
nutrition, we talk through mindset, we talk through, you know, what what kind of physical, mental health, well-being goals do you have and how can we help get you there? So that's one of them. And then the last one, we provided a service that's our most affordable, easy entry, like just we just to help them get started. We actually call it the get started package. And what that is, is it's a page that has videos on it that are classes that have been recorded. Hmm. And we made it as simple as possible. So what I do is when you go to that page, in fact, if you looked at it right now, you can actually see the whole page and you can see the first 20 seconds of each video. And it says, Monday, here's your video. Tuesday, here's your video. Wednesday, here's your video. And then every week, those videos refresh. And it's really that simple. And we priced it to make it super easy for folks to feel like it's they can just do that if they just want a way to get their feet wet and just get started. Woo, okay, that's it in a, in a nutshell. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Awesome. That's yeah, obviously it's, you know, the fitness focus, but I really like what you also said about kind of mindset and nutrition and the social aspect. I mean, there's so much more to that collaborative environment. It sounds like. Oh yeah. Yeah, it is. It, it, you've got to take what, what I really encourage folks to do is anything that we do to help ourselves physically we've got to sieve it through that filter of how does this actually help me love my life better? Because we've all been there. We're like, I'm going to do this exercise thing and we get on and we do it and we hate it or we don't really like it. It doesn't stick. It doesn't stick because if the whole point of exercising is living a happier, healthier life, which is such a platitude, but it's true. If the whole point is to live a happier, healthier life, why would we go and do something every single day we don't enjoy in the pursuit of being happier and healthier? Like it just doesn't make sense. Right. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so we do. I mean, even this, this, uh, tomorrow I'm leading a little workshop, a protein for breakfast workshop, and we're, mm. we're giving, a bunch of recipes and ideas. And I say, well, I'm giving you recipes and ideas that are legit, realistic, and accessible. I am not going to give you fancy, complex, hard to find ingredient recipes that taste like bark dust and sadness. Like, no, we're not <laughs> going to do that. Um, <laughs> we're going to be, um, we, we want you to actually, actually love your life while you're here. Right. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Um, I'm also curious about uh, any specific success stories among your students, uh, specifically blind and visually impaired individuals that maybe you've worked with for a few years or, you know, you've yeah. really seen a lot of progress in. Yeah. Yeah. So my sweet spot is that couch to active space, that person who's been, um, you know, not that, not the stereotypical, I'm on my couch, I'm lazy, I'm watching TV and eating potato chips. Like that's, not that at all, but the whole, I just haven't been active or I've had huge health issues and bedridden or, you know, I've had these huge emotional issues and now I'm finally at a spot where I can take care of myself again. And so I've actually got a podcast, Couch to Active, and we've interviewed quite a few people 
and my website has some of these stories, but some of my favorite are, um, we've got one person who um, is a long haul COVID survivor, I guess is what you say. Yeah. Long haul COVID mm-hmm. survivor. So the, it's just a constant, constant battle of ups and downs and feeling better one day and not the other day and good for a month and bad for four months. And, and I really just, the fact that she's still doing it and is here and the scary thought of where she would be if she wasn't doing it just brings me a lot of joy. Um, we've got another student who um, before coming to me was bedridden and had some significant health issues and injuries. And as we know, falling, yeah, that's all I have to say, right? Falling. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. <laughs> Tripping, falling, bumping. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I have to say. I'm preaching to the choir here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We worked together for, I think it was eight or 10 months. And at the end of that time, she was at the, um, oh shoot, I should say it right. It was the one with the bridge walk was at the uh, American Council of the Blind. They had a two mile bridge walk. And yeah, one of them, there's one of those events where they had a, a, a two mile walk across the bridge. And when I first started working with her, she was not even walking one block. Mm. And she was like, Lynn, I want to do the two mile bridge walk and it's going to be 90 degrees, but I'm going to, I want to do it. Help. How do I get there? And we actually, I trained her. She was a one-on-one client and I trained her like she was training for a marathon, but not not in the realm of you're doing 10 miles, 12 miles, but in the realm of we're going to build your strength. Here's how you build your leg strength. Here's how you build your stability strength. And, you know, two weeks before the event, we're like, here's how you do, you know, what you do next one week before the event. Here's how you taper and up your protein three days before the event, hydrate, 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 hydrate. One day before the event, stretch, refresh, de-stress, keep eating well. The day of the event, she rocked it. She did it. And she was so excited. So it was just super, super cool to see that, um, see that confidence boost from there. I can uh, go on and on and on, but there, there's a couple of good ones. Right. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm assuming that was in Omaha because I was in Omaha last summer. It was. Uh, for it the was ACB Omaha. convention. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was Omaha ACB, the bridge walk that they yep. did. Yep. 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 <laughs> so there was someone there where it was a huge personal victory. I'm sure it was for a lot of people, but uh, absolutely. Oh yeah. And yeah. I'm very involved in ACB and I love to see, you know, they have the get up and get moving campaign and yeah. they're, they're really trying to get, you know, promote more uh, fitness, health and wellness, whatnot. And then certainly events like that bridge walk and in-person yeah. things too. So it's really exciting to see that. It is. I love their get up and get moving campaign. And yeah, for folks from ACB who are listening with that bridge walk, you, you guys, that inspires people. It's really cool. No so, doubt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, whew. all right. Uh, yeah. So I know you did mention the podcast and then I know there are other resources. I know you're, you're kind of a content creator like myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so any other resources, anything you'd like to mention that uh, you've produced or that's out there that people can find? Uh, you know, there are uh, the uh, the homepage has the main resources listed. But sure. right now, if you're looking at resources, the, the free one is the podcast. So you can go to any 
any podcast player, look up Couch to Active or look up Lynn Lindbergh with an H um, and you'll find me. I'm on all the podcast players um, and YouTube if you prefer that. Um, and then the other, the other services are all, all there. Once or twice a month, I do a workshop like that protein for breakfast one I mentioned. That's tomorrow. So you can always keep an eye out for um, different topic areas coming up. Um, we got one on uh, a workshop coming up also on um, kickboxing. We did one on proper squat form. We <laughs> did a fun workshop. <laughs> this is so fun. I got to do more of these. In October, we did one a workshop called the monster mash party Ooh. and the whole, yeah. <laughs> and the whole thing was teaching folks the monster mash dance. So then, Very cool. uh, yeah. So Halloween, when the song comes on, you could like do the moves and have an idea, you know, know you're doing them right, which is, yeah, that was so fun. Nice. Nice. <laughs> um, and then in terms of uh, any kind of future plans, any goals that you have with the company? Yeah, Couch Active's got a really super clear mission. Um, you know, even though you don't have to be blind or visually impaired to participate, um, and a lot of our students aren't, uh, we really have the mission of spreading the word to ensure that anyone who just happens to be blind or visually impaired is aware of this and knows that it's a resource for them. Um, and so, however, big that grows couch to active really what's important to me is that the right people who really would benefit from this um, are able to find it because most of our students come and uh, it's pretty much all word of mouth and they come and they're like, Oh my gosh, this is great. I mean, there are other resources out there, but this one has 15 classes every week. Like, you know, um, and it's from home. So I'm not having to, try to get a ride to a gym four or five days a week, which is not realistic for, for most. Um, yep. yeah. So that's, that's really the, truly the mission is that the folks who need it, have it available to them. Excellent. And then just a couple of things here before we wrap up, um, yeah. what kind of advice would you give to someone listening to this who maybe is not active at all, or is, you know, looking to become more active, you know, specifically who is blind or visually impaired? How can they take that first step? Where can they turn? Ah, oh, that's a great, that's a great question. And one thing that I've found that's been true for me, but I never realized how true it was for everybody else is when you haven't been active for a long time and your body's not as strong as you want it to be. Um, I call it that the concept of when your physical body can't keep up with how awesome and amazing your spirit is. And there's so many folks who are in some ways could have so much more that they could be doing with their body if they knew how or had the ability to build that strength but what what I found is, and this was true for myself when I had my chronic illnesses, is when you start thinking about uh, working on your physical health, for lack of a better terms, there is so much, uh, not everybody, but there's a lot of times at the beginning, there's a lot of sadness, shame, 
oh my gosh, I'm so fat and ugly and out of shape. Like these, our negative self-talk can be so horrible and we can be so awful to ourselves. And so I think the first thing that I want to encourage folks is to, to let them know that that's perfectly normal. And, and we, we all face that and you're not alone. And the reason you feel alone in those, you know, dark negative self-talk um, is because those are things we think and we never say. And so I'm really aware that that's there. And I have a, just a tremendous amount of um, compassion for that. And so with that, as far as how to get started, I really, because of that acute awareness of that under piece that happens sometimes that we don't talk about, um, the classes we've designed them and the, the individuals I've hired to teach are really highly sensitive folks that build a super inclusive environment. And we don't tell people to put on their cameras if they don't want to. And we encourage people to do what they can. Or if you're saying, oh my gosh, even that's overwhelming. I don't know, you know, I've had clients who come and they, they go to beginning. They just go to the mobility stability class, which is our most gentle class. I mean, you could almost say it's not an exercise class, but it is, but it's hmm. super gentle, super duper gentle. And I mean, I've people from 40 to 90, and this is the one my people with significant chronic illnesses go to and super gentle, and they will just listen. That's all. And that's step one. And just imagine, could I actually do this? And then over time, what ends up happening is people get in and they're like, oh, these people are really friendly. I like this. This is nice. And I don't have, you know, I don't have to be on video. And then they just dive right in and they love it. And they're telling their friends to come. That's usually what happens. So, right. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> yeah. But there's a deep, there's a deep, there's a deep complex part of it. And um, I mean, I'm kind of a silly goofball, but at my core, I'm super deep and um have a ton of respect for individuals and their unique stories um because they're powerful sure sure mm -hmm. and i know like you've talked about and like i've read on your website you know you really do customize the classes the the sessions to each individual based on their abilities if they're not comfortable doing something they don't have to Exactly. Actually, okay, one more, one more quick example. Here we go. Here we go. So sure. if you're like, oh, is this going to be too easy? Is this going to be too hard for me? So a lot of us are familiar with the concept of a squat. And so in class, if we're doing squats, I might say something like, all right, we're going to do some squats. So we're going to stand nice and tall, feet hip width apart, and shoulders up, shoulders back, shoulders down, wiggle those knees again, make sure they're not locked out. Now, if you have never done a squat before, follow along with me. If you know your squats and you like to do squats with weights, you already know what to do. So go ahead and grab your weights and get going on your squats. If you're new with me, here we go. I'm standing tall and holding on to something to keep my balance. Wiggle my knees back nice and tall. I'm going to barely bend my knees a tiny bit, bend my hips a little tiny bit. My hips will go down about one inch. That's all. Stand up nice and tall. Baby squat down, bend the knees, bend the hips just a tiny bit. Stand up nice and tall. There we go. And down and up and down 
and up. Now, if this becomes too much, then you can sit down in your chair, do a couple stretches while we finish our sets of squats. And there we go, Greg. <laughs> so you can see there's a whole continuum of barely beginning baby squats to, um, you know, some folks who are holding some pretty decent weights while they're doing big squats. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm definitely glad you mentioned weights. I mean, I assume, you know, students, they, they can have equipment or they don't necessarily need equipment depending on the class. Yeah. I, I ask folks, unless, unless they're already doing exercise and have weights, I actually ask them to come the first week or two with no equipment and just get used to what's going on because mm. you can get a lot, um, a lot of good exercise happening with what I call um, tongue in cheek. I call air weights, which is basically doing the motion with no weights. It's just air in your hands. So we call them our air weights because that's more fun than saying no weights. So. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like your yeah. little catchphrases and sayings. <laughs> you got to, oh my gosh, you got to make it fun. Otherwise, why? <laughs> <laughs> So true. Yep. Yeah, yep. you can talk. I'm couched active, not elite athlete goes hard. Right. <laughs> At least you admit it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know who I am. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, so then to wrap up, as far as contact info, if you want to mention the website, any social media, anything that people can uh, find out there and in terms of getting in touch with you as well. Yeah, best thing to do is just head to the website, couch2active.com. That's couch, C-O-U-C-H-T-O, active, A-C-T-I-V-E.com, couch2active.com. Um, yeah, and at my phone number is up there. There's a place where you can email me or chat me. Um, but yeah, head to the website and use whatever makes the most sense for you as far as communication. Awesome. Very cool. Oh, this has been fun, Greg. I'm so glad uh, I got absolutely. to meet you. Uh, yeah. 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 Thank you so much, Lynn, for your time. Again, we've been chatting with Lynn Lindbergh here on Eyes Free Sports. And uh, not only thanks for your time, but just thanks for everything that you're doing for the blind and visually impaired community to help everyone get active here. Oh, you too, Greg. You too. Thank you. I appreciate it. Be sure to follow the Eyes Free Sports podcast at facebook.com slash eyesfreesports and on Twitter at eyesfreesports. Sports.